Hey there everybody, this is RJ from GMs for Hire. This is a fun little segment we're going to do every week. Uh, it's going to be called RJ's Pit Stop. I am the resident NASCAR fan on the show, and I don't want to make those other three boys pretend to like something that they don't. So every week, I'm going to sit here and give a little rundown uh, of the previous race. And as we all know, NASCAR is back. After the 71-day hiatus due to the coronavirus, NASCAR returned today. Don't know when you're going to be viewing this, but earlier today they, ret uh, they returned to the Darlington Raceway. Uh, there was obviously no fans in attendance, and NASCAR took extra measures to practice social distancing and things like that. Uh, but still a very entertaining race. Definitely what I wanted, what I needed, and what other NASCAR fans around the country needed. Uh, big day today, Kevin Harvick earned his 50th career win passing Tony Stewart and tying him with a couple Hall of Famers. Uh, but obviously, Kevin Harvick's going to be a Hall of Famer one day. He's just adding to it at this point. This was a big win for him. Come out of the box. He's the only driver. We've now run five races this season. He is the only driver to finish in the top ten in all five of those races. Uh, this guy is the championship threat every single year. This year's no different. He's going to be one of the favorites when we get into November. Uh, don't know where the championship race is going to be, how that's going to look yet. Not sure yet. Um, but, yeah, Kevin Harvick got his 50th win of the day. Alex Bowman finished second. Uh, we have Chase Elliott finished up in the top five. And this was a very solid day for Hendrick Motorsports. Now, if you just look at the box score and you didn't watch the race, you might say, well, yeah, two of them are in the top four, but the other two are out. That's because Jimmy Johnson uh, was well on his way to winning stage number one, uh, and when he attempted to go around Chris Buescher uh, to put him a lap down, on the very last lap of the stage, Jimmy Johnson misjudged where he was coming off of turn two, got into the back of Chris Buescher, spun out, knocked the wall down. Unbelievable. Uh, these are not mistakes that we saw Jimmy Johnson making eight, ten years ago during that dynasty run he had. I, I don't understand it. Uh, Kevin Harvick a few years back made a joke that uh, Jimmy Johnson had a golden horseshoe stuck somewhere. And uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that Jimmy has lost that. Um, but with Jimmy wrecking, that gave the stage win, stage one win to his teammate William Byron. William Byron has been on fire this year. He may not have the results to show it necessarily, but this guy... He is also going to be a championship threat when we get down to November. Them pairing him with seven-time champion Chad Knauss has done wonders for him. I was actually in Daytona in February when he took home his dual win in Daytona on a Thursday night before the Daytona 500. The guy has all the confidence in the world pairing him with a seven-time champion crew chief. Apparently, Rick Hendrick has all the confidence in him, too, and I don't blame him. This kid, it has been all gas, no brakes since he's bust into NASCAR. Comes in, dominates the truck series, dominates the Bush series or Xfinity, whatever. Now he's in the Cup series. This guy is a force to be reckoned with for the next 15 years. This is going to be a multi-time series champion. I'm sure of it. Uh, but a very good day for Hendrick Motorsports. Back to my original point. They've kind of been off. The last couple years, Hendrick Motorsports has not looked like Hendrick Motorsports. And I don't think it's just them. I think Chevrolet as a whole really needs to step it up and keep up with the Joe Gibbs Toyotas and the Fords from Penske and uh, Stuart Haas. But this year, the Chevys have come out of the box looking great. 
and Hendrick Motorsports is obviously the flagship Chevy team. So to see Hendrick Motorsports up there winning stages, Alex Bowman has a win this year for them. Good things. It's a sign of good things to come for Hendrick Motorsports. And me, I, I love to see it. I'm a big fan of Hendrick Motorsports. Um, but yeah, we have Matt Ken or Kevin Harvick got his 50th win. Matt Kenseth, in his return, uh, driving the number 42 car since Kyle Larson lost his ride. We all know how that happened. Matt Kenseth comes in, hasn't raced in over a year, gets a top 10 finish. Darlington is the toughest track on the schedule. And Matt Kenseth comes in, gets a top 10. What a great day for him. That's a huge return. I know there were some question marks about who was going to be in that 42 car once it was announced that Kyle Larson was out. I personally wanted to see Ross Chastain, the watermelon farmer, get his chance in the Cup Series. I think that's going to happen a little further on down the road. This apparently wasn't the time. Interesting they mentioned on the broadcast, Chip Ganassi actually reached out to Carl Edwards to fill that 42 car before reaching out to Matt Kenseth. That, that could have been wild. Carl Edwards, a fan favorite, up and retired out of nowhere a couple years ago. Everybody's wondering why. He hasn't been on TV. Like, he hasn't come back to race, hasn't gotten into broadcasting, hasn't gotten into, into anything. He's just disappeared. Uh, so, to, to see Carl Edwards come back, man, that would have been something. But, nonetheless, Matt Kenseth has it and did good today. Top 10. That wasn't the only return today, as Ryan Newman, who returned from his last lap crash in the Daytona 500, Everybody thought that ended pretty badly, but 48 hours later, Ryan Newman's walking out of the hospital with his daughters. He returned today after only missing three races, I believe, the three West Coast races. He gets a top 15 finish in his return. Great day for him, the number six team. What a great story all around that is, uh, to see Ryan Newman back in a cup car. Uh, and the fact that he came out, ran good all day, ran about, I think he got up to 10th. Matter of fact, I think he got stage points in the first first stage. Ends up 15th. He hovered around there all day. Great day for him. You really love to see that. Uh, he wasn't the only surprise finish today, along with him and Kenseth. We had a couple rookies in the top 10. And Darlington Raceway being the toughest track on the schedule, you don't always see a lot of rookies run well there. But Tyler Reddick brought it home 7th, and John Hunter Nemechek finished 9th. No, that's not a typo. No, I did not make a mistake. John Hunter Nemechek finished ninth for front row racing. That's awesome. It is. I love seeing the little teams get out there and do things, especially on a big stage like today. There's no other sports going on. NASCAR was it. NASCAR's the only show in town. Today, you have more eyes on you than normal. Put on a show for the fans. I believe they did it. John Hunter Nemechek, congratulations to you and that whole front row team. But I want to talk about Tyler Reddick. Richard Childress Racing... Since they lost Kevin Harvick, they've been down. They're not the dominant team that they were in the 90s because they don't have Dale Earnhardt. But even in the 2000s, they ran well with Kevin Harvick. And since Kevin Harvick left and went to Stuart Haas, that team has not been the same. Ryan Newman made the championship race for them in, a, in a, uh, one of the first years of the new playoff system. Uh, but since then, you had a fuel mileage win for Austin Dillon in the Coke 600. And you had a very controversial win for Austin Dillon, where he wrecked the leader on the last lap of the Daytona 500 a couple years ago. Uh, but this Tyler Reddick, that's probably the best decision that Childress has made in the last few years, is bringing Tyler Reddick to the Cup Series. This guy finished 7th today, 
was running really well, running well inside the top 10 at Phoenix until he was caught up in a crash. 11th at Fontana, 18th at Vegas, got wrecked out at Daytona. This guy right here may be the one to save Richard Childress Racing. I know he doesn't want to admit it. Richard Childress does not want to admit it. But his grandsons, they're not the answer. Austin Dillon is not going to be the guy that keeps Richard Childress Racing afloat. The guy barely ever runs well. He actually did run well today, as I say that. He has not been consistent enough with his finishes. He's not going to be the guy to get Richard Childress back to where they want to be. Uh, they are still going to be well behind Hendrick Motorsports when it comes to Chevys. And then forget about even trying to run with the Fords and the Joe Gibbs Toyotas. Austin Dillon is not that guy, but Tyler Reddick. This guy has shown the last couple races, although we had a 71-day layoff in between the races, in the last couple races, Tyler Reddick has shown he's the guy. He's here. He is going to be Rookie of the Year. He's up there battling with former champions. He's going to be in a position he could steal a win, and he could sneak into the playoffs this year. So that's big news for Richard Childress Racing. Good for them. They need it after being down for the last couple years. Uh, but overall, man, an entertaining race today. I'm just glad to see racing back. This is what we need. We need more live sports. Hopefully the other leagues will soon follow. I know the NBA is opening up facilities. The MLB, they're trying. Uh, we'll see. But I'm glad that NASCAR took the initiative to be first. And although there was no fans in the stands, plenty of fans watching at home. And I believe we got a great show today. Kevin Harvick, 50th career win, Hall of Fame career. Congratulations to him. And thank God NASCAR's back. Man, it was it was too long of an offseason, but we're back. And uh, this has been RJ's Pit Stop. Let me know if you guys like it. Even if you don't, I'm still going to do this after every race because I love it. So. Oh, yeah.